Whether you do it far in advance or do it on the fly, every business has to have a plan for marketing. Generally, that plan involves some costs. How do you plan for those costs? What elements are essential? That's what's on tap today. I'm Chris Manley. This is the Ingenious Podcast. Welcome to the Ingenious Podcast. Good to have you along with us. Today, we're talking building your marketing budget. How do you go about this and what are things to consider? To help us answer those questions, we're joined again by Corey Radford, Director of Accounts at Ingenious. Welcome back to the cast, Corey. Thanks for having me back, Chris. Yeah, so, Corey, you talk a lot with a lot of different companies in any given month. How often do you find that companies don't really have a marketing budget put together? Actually, a lot more times than you would think. It's either an afterthought or they really, until something spurs them to create one, they, in a lot of cases, don't have one. So, Given the current state and where we've been in the last little bit with COVID and things shut down, feels like I've had more of these conversations here recently. Yeah, I, th- I think often we find that when companies go through some sort of, some sort of change or, or some sort of period that causes them to rethink pieces of their business, that's often when the questions about marketing budget tend to come up, which obviously the, the past you know year or two certainly has done that. Yeah, more of the conversations now that I'm brought into are Hey, Corey, we used to have 15 leads in our pipeline. This is the second month in a row that we've had less than five. What would you guys recommend us do to try to bolster that at this point? Yeah, sales funnels are changing, changing overnight. You've got to take a look back at the marketing budget. So, Corey, let's start from the very beginning. Why does a company need a marketing budget? Yeah, I mean, the, the real crux of that is if you want people to consistently find you and be able to find you, then we need essentially to make sure that marketing is consistent. Yeah, it starts with that that buyer journey of how do people find you? What do people need to know before they buy? What other factors do people need to consider before they buy? Those are the kind of things that marketing helps put in front of people. And so if you don't have a consistent plan and you haven't really thought through a budget of how are you deploying those resources to, to address those questions, to get that, get, get that information in front of potential buyers, you're probably not maximizing your sales funnel, Right. Correct. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this in the first episode that I was on that I think a lot of people, when they think of marketing, they, in a lot of cases, think of, again, somebody actively trying to find you and making sure that you're in front of them when they're in buying mode. But you're exactly right. It it starts with just making people aware of your brand. So some of those questions, though, that you just recapped, I think are really vitally important when you're trying to to answer this question about marketing budget. It's Again, the three that you outlined were how how are people right now finding you? What do they need before they buy? And then what factors do they need to consider? So how can we make sure that your brain's in front of them? And then once they are, essentially, that's when I would say that your marketing is essentially like an extension of a salesperson for you. Like what messaging are on an ongoing basis are you conveying to them? Yeah, those are the first steps. Whether you're putting together a marketing plan or a marketing budget, you've got to have those questions answered. So let's kind of keep going down this this road of the marketing budget itself. You know, separate from just developing a marketing plan. Yeah, you know, the first question I imagine that anybody's going to ask is, okay, well, what can you spend on marketing? And when I say can, you know, it's not what should you spend on marketing, but what can you afford to spend on marketing? Yeah, I have people ask me kind of that magic question. Yeah, Corey, you've never done this before. Give me a number. And I always laugh at that because, yeah, there, there are so many factors that go in that. But really, it's it's trying to handle some of the strategy. It's what are your margins? It's 
in its simplest form, all businesses have three primary costs, right? So it's the cost of the good or service, it's the sales and marketing, and it's the admin and overhead. And essentially, once you take those out, you get your profit. And so out of the profit, you're, you're asking the question, how much can you afford to spend on marketing? I mean, that's when it all gets boiled down. You've got to answer that question to start. Yeah. And, you know, every industry has different benchmarks of, you know, how much are, are cost of goods sold or cost of the services delivered. Some businesses have really high margins coming out of once you take cost of goods sold out. Others have very low margins once you get past that. But you got to know what those numbers are. Uh, And then you've got to figure out, okay, you know, what are you spending on sales and marketing? What are you spending on admin overhead? What kind of profitability are you getting? And and to some extent, you've got to kind of balance in there. Well, you know, do you want this to grow? You know, just to maintain what you have, you can likely maintain the level of profitability you have for for a long time. But if you want to grow, and, and you want to increase the volume of profits you're getting down the road, you may have to short, you know, in, in the short term, actually have less profits because you're pouring more money into your marketing and sales. Yeah. And I don't know who told me or where I read it, but investing in in your own company or in yourself is one of the best investments you can make. And that's when we talk about these numbers. I think the last figures that I saw were that the average marketing budget for B2B was about 2 to 5% of revenue. And for B to C, that average was about five to ten, and yeah, I mean, it, it again, it can vary. And ultimately, if we're digging down in into that a little bit more, you're going to want to ask the question of again, how many leads right now do you need in order to sell your product or service one time? And if you know the answer to that question, then you can figure out in order to hit whatever revenue goals that you set for the following year. Well, <laughs> how many sales do I need to make? And then we can figure out. Again, how marketing might be able to to help bolster or augment that to help you hit your goals. Yeah. So in terms of the the question of what can you spend on marketing, just to kind of recap, you got to figure out what your margins are. You've got to go through your budget and just figure out kind of the the high level of what does it cost you to produce your good or service? What are the cost of goods sold? That's production of things and delivery of those services. What are what are your current sales and marketing expenses? And then what's your what's your overhead? You know, things like rent, phones, computers, management, stuff like that. You know, once you take those out, that's where you get your margin. And then how much should you spend? A lot of that that comes down to the question of, you know, what do you need to be successful? If you're if you're not selling your product, then your margin is zero because you have no revenue. How much sales do you you need to have for you to be able to consider it successful? Is it is it the same amount you have now? Is it more than what you have now? How much more? Those are all questions you have to consider. And, and then it's kind of figuring out what is the benchmark for your industry. Corey, you mentioned that you know for B two B companies, the average expense is two to five percent of revenue. Well, if you want to be a, an extraordinary company in terms of how you're growing revenue, well, you're probably going to need to spend more than that average. You know, on your marketing. If a B two C company is spending an average of you said five to ten percent. And you want to be extraordinary. You want to be selling at a faster pace than what other people are selling products and services in in your industry. You're going to have to spend more than 10% of your your revenue on marketing. And so it it just depends on how much you, as as part of the leadership of the organization, want this company to grow. So it's very much a strategic conversation about what do we want our growth to look like? Couldn't agree more. We work really hard at Ingenious to try to make sure that we don't lump anybody into like, hey, it works for every other company. So it works for years too. And so within saying that, Chris, you're exactly right. If we really want to push things, then I would expect for that average spend to be probably above the industry average. But kind of at the same time, there are some businesses who do really well based on where their 
where their prospects are spending on the lower end of that. So just have to analyze it and put together the right marketing strategy. And then another factor is just, (laughs) you've got to give it enough time to work. Yeah. So you walk into a room and let's say there are a hundred people in a room. You've got a hundred unique individuals. No two people in that room are exactly alike. The same thing is if you walk into a room of a hundred businesses, you're not going to find, you know, that, that any of those businesses are exactly like each other. Different factors are different. And so that, you know, some of this has to be kind of customized to the individual client. Okay, well, next we need to get into a little bit more of, okay, now that we're beginning to figure out how much should you spend, how should you spend it? So we'll be back in a moment, but first, a word from our sponsor. Thanks for listening to the Ingenious Podcast. We are a digital marketing agency helping clients connect with customers and develop business through strategic web design and tailored digital marketing services. Every business is unique, so we listen first to prescribe online marketing solutions developed for businesses. For proof of how we can improve your online presence and for more information on Ingenious, visit wepoweryourbusiness.com. Okay, we're back. We're talking building a marketing budget. So in the first half of the cast, we talked a bit about actually how much should you spend, figuring that out, questions you need to ask to get down that road. Let's switch gears a little bit in, in the second half of the cast and talk about, you know, how do you actually go about spending that? How do you start to set this plan for what spending is needed and, and where you're going to go with that? So Corey Radford's with us. And Corey, I, I have this question. So you, you've got to start with what's working. You know, if you've, if you've done any level of marketing up to this point, you're, you're trying to set this marketing budget, you first got to stop and take a look at, okay, what's actually working right now? Yeah, I have this conversation a lot and it's, it's a big brainstorm of, well, hey, to answer that question, what are you currently doing? And let's really get in there and evaluate that. The great thing about digital in particular, and it's kind of been an ongoing theme recently and has trickled down to smaller businesses now, the big shift to are from traditional marketing to digital and digital is, is such a great space, man, because of all the data. It seems like every day there's a new attribute or or some way for us to target or, or track somebody to be able to serve them up kind of exactly what they need right in the moment that they're thinking about it, which is man, having all that information kind of accessible is awesome because it feels like no, no longer are we just throwing spaghetti at a wall and trying to figure out what sticks, right? It's not like a, and I'll just use a billboard as an example that, that you're just throwing your name up there, hoping enough cars drive by it and somebody does something. I mean, we, gosh, based on whatever your target demographic is now, it's, we know exactly how long they're on what platform and what they're looking at. And man, it's crazy to think about how targeting works now. And, and it's totally different than how traditional marketing in the past has worked. You know, they're, there are companies I've talked to before that, you know, I ask them, okay, what are you doing for marketing? And they, they list off this list of things where, you know, they, they have the same, you know, back page of the magazine, every issue of the same magazine. They've been doing it for years. They do a certain amount of PR. They have the certain type, certain types of sponsorships of, of events in the community every year. And, and they have a lot of word of mouth and kind of different incentives they, they use with their existing client base to get new people in. And the combination of that all works for them at least up to a certain point. Sometimes you have this conversation and they say, oh, well, yeah, I mean, we've actually seen our sales start to, to tick down a little bit. But then when you ask them, okay, well, which of those things is driving what customers in the door? No one knows because there, there's not a whole lot of attribution tracking in that. You know, you don't know specifically whether it was the ad in that magazine, whether it was the referral from a, from a word of mouth type thing that they got somebody in the door. That's all changing with digital to the extent that 
we could, you know, if we put an ad out there, you can see whether or not that person actually went to your site. We can see, you know, how long they spent on your site. You know, you can even see, you know, do they come back to your site later on? There's all kinds of tracking that you can put in place to really be able to pinpoint exactly what marketing spend is creating what result. Yeah. And from a website standpoint, that's, I think the, for a website, I want to say the, I saw a stat not too long ago that said was about the average amount of time that people would spend on a site before converting and I can't remember if it was an average per industry or not, but it was like five to seven interactions with your website. And within those five to seven interactions, yeah, you could Google Analytics is a great reporting tool that allow you to get on there and see exactly which pages they're on, how long they're on each page and then where they go. So yeah, so much information. Back to kind of this though. Yeah, we're going to sit down and brainstorm. We're going to make a list of what's working and what's not working. And we're really wanting you to try to question everything. I bet probably 75% of the people that I talk with, if I ask them a question about how business is going now and where they're getting leads from, the majority of the people still say word of mouth. And I feel like that's become somewhat of a cop out. And that's like an easy answer. Every organization should be asking where and how their, their clientele heard about them. That's just one of the simple things you can do on the front end to, to then kind of send your marketing team back on the back end to see see what interaction they had with you from an online standpoint. Yeah, it's it's easy just to say, oh, well, we're, we're not really sure where people came from. We just assume it's word of mouth because, you know, five or 10 years ago, that is how people found out about us. Well, those kind of things change over time and, and you've got to have a good understanding. And, and I don't say any of this to say that traditional marketing isn't, you know, a viable source of leads. You know, we, we're a digital marketing company. We use some traditional marketing tactics to, to find new clients. That side of our industry is not dead. It's just, it is harder to track. It's harder to know exactly how people found you through that. And so having some balance there is really important. So knowing how people find you is critical to really figure out what actually is working. Okay, so once you figure out what's working right now, you've got, you've got this idea of, you know, my business should be spending X amount of dollars on marketing. We know that, you know, these certain processes that we have, these pieces of our marketing, we do believe are working based on the, the knowledge that we have. Where do you go from there? How do you, you know, if, if you're sitting there with those two pieces of information and you've got to finish your marketing budget, you know, how do you prioritize what needs to happen next? All of marketing nowadays is going to send people back to a website. And so that really is kind of like the business card of, of 2021, 22, and really the, the, the digital age that we're in, right? So I think the first assessment really that you have to make once you figure out what's working and, and maybe where there might be opportunity is, is going back to the, to the base, which is your website. And does it adequately represent your company? And then how does it compare to your competition? And again, I have a lot of conversations right now where people are, I would say mildly been out of shape because they spent a significant amount of money within some sort of PPC campaign on Google or something. And they've seen lackluster results. And within about 30 or 45 minutes of reviewing their website, it's, unfortunately, pretty easy to see why. So it's got to start with the website and making sure that it functions and that it works and that it speaks to your target audience and and really that that's all buttoned up. Just to kind of put that in, in plain speak, you can spend all the money in the world driving traffic to your website, but if your website doesn't have the information that people need to, to get them to get in touch with you, to, you know, to convince them that your product or service is what they need to buy, you're, you're essentially wasting all that money driving that traffic because no one's going to actually pick up the phone and call you. Nobody's going to fill out that contact form. 
Correct. Let's say the website is an issue. You, you got to fix the website or let's say it's working great. What what are the next steps? I mean, how, how do you kind of wade into, you know, there, there's so many different options for marketing. What are the next steps for prioritization? Well, yeah, I would encourage people there that it you don't have to start from no marketing budget to spending spending a crazy amount. And again, crazy amount all in context, right? Depends on where your audience is and, and your competition. But I think a great place to start is just trying to figure out what the actual opportunity is and, and what your competition's doing. There are obviously some industries that are more competitive than others that for a local business in the Greenville area might be, it might not be possible for them to go from nothing to all of a sudden ranking really high on Google and and expecting to get a lot of traffic there. So I think that's where, again, my two cents on that and the conversations I've had is that's really where I would lean on a third party group to try to help you figure out an assess opportunity. Because the last thing I would want to do if everybody that I talk with, I try to encourage them to be smart with their investment. And sometimes that does meaning mean taking a little bit of time to figure out strategy and opportunity up front. And if you don't feel like your organization has the ability to to adequately do that through the lens of your target audience, then that's where I would say that it might make sense to invest in a third party coming alongside you to partner to, to be able to help you make that decision. Because ultimately that's going to help ensure that whatever marketing direction you go in, that that money is going to be well spent. Yeah. And, and we, we've talked about this before, you know, you got to, to kind of gauge how much are you investing in what based on what the needs are that you get out of it. And so if you're trying to increase the number of leads coming into your organization by, let's say, 50 percent a year, that that's a pretty big lift. You know, you're going to have to be a bit more aggressive about this. I think what we've seen from past experience is if you can take smaller steps instead of huge leaps, that often is going to be a little bit easier on your organization. It's going to put whoever's running this under a little bit less pressure because they're not having to force something to work. They can spend a little bit of time testing out different options to see what's going to be the most effective, essentially efficient at getting leads in the door, which which sources are going to drive the most quality leads in the door to really figure out for your business, for your audience, what works. And so it could be a wide variety of things. No, no two businesses are exactly the same. And everything we do, and we've talked about this before on a different cast, we, you know, we kind of use the scientific process of it. We start with a hypothesis. It's, it's an educated guess of, of what will work. And we run that experiment. And if it works, then great. We keep doing it. If it doesn't, then we learn what we can from that and we move on to the next thing. Uh, but you want to have a little bit of bandwidth to be able to do that. But oftentimes that, that means that you're probably going to be looking at a little bit slower growth. Then some companies we talk to that, that do want to double the number of leads they have year over year, it may be more of a, a 20 or 30% increase year over year, which for a lot of businesses, you know, would still be fantastic. It's just figuring out and matching that up with what your business's needs are. Yeah. And we, we talked about essentially like what you would be able to afford to spend on marketing. And the other side of that, that I kind of highlighted a little bit earlier is just the, the concept of, again, if you were to start doing marketing to not spend all that budget, obviously, over the course of like a two-month period. This is something that if, again, as more things have moved into digital, in order to be successful, we've got to allow time for some of that to work. And it is very much so kind of the ongoing optimization of a lot of these campaigns that, again, that's the beauty of it, that we can run something for a little bit of time, we can collect some data, and we can continue to optimize it to, to get better results. And that's just... Again, not a reality with a lot of digital, with a lot of traditional marketing avenues. So 
kind of the other side of that, I would say is just when you're looking at the budget that again, give it time to work. Awesome. So today we've talked through building your marketing budget, you know, starting out with figuring out what you need, figure out what the goals are of your business, what that looks like for you. And then how much should you spend? You know, again, that that goes back to what are the goals of your business? How aggressive are you trying to build your sales pipeline? And then getting focused on what's working, taking inventory of what are you doing already for a marketing and sales standpoint that actually is working and then really prioritizing the new stuff. What, what do you need to put in place from there? And then last but not least, taking small steps one after another. Just keep working on different small steps. You don't have to take huge leaps. And I think that wraps us up for today. Thank you, Corey, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's it for today. This is the Ingenious Podcast. Thanks for joining us. The Ingenious Podcast team includes TJ DeLucia, Samantha Wagner, and yours truly. Our theme music was composed by Joseph McDade. This is Chris Manley. See you next time, everybody.